Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, an outreach of Greater Works Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. If you like what you hear, visit us at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and you'll get to our merchandise. Now, get ready for a huge dose of truth and a huge dose of common sense. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm coming to you Saturday, March 25th. My little clock up here says, at least at this moment, it's 1.52 p.m. in the afternoon. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to share this. I'm going to read to you an article and t- talk about it. It's a, I'm not going to say a super lengthy article, but it's a little lengthy. But I still want to touch upon this. And as I'm bringing up this article, where did this article go? Here it is. It's called House, this is the name of the article, and it's from the Epic Times, House Passes Parents' Bill of Rights Act. When I came across this article, I um I thought it was kind of strange, the Parents' Bill of Rights Act, uh, that we would even need a Parents' Bill of Rights Act to be passed is beyond me, to be honest with you. But uh, let me let me back up for just a moment. This is a uh, one of those kind of surreal days to me. Um, It's uh, bittersweet. Sweet in the sense that I get to celebrate my wife's birthday. Although her birthday was a few days ago, we're going to go out and celebrate today. So we're going to go to a nice restaurant. We're going to go to a uh, hear a jazz, I I guess you could call it a concert. It's at our local uh, LPAC, they call it LPAC, where they do plays and, and concerts and such so I guess it's a concert and we're just going to be able to hang out and chill out and have a good time so sweet day in that sense now bitter because a few days ago about two days ago I had learned something that I had not previously known about some of my peers here in um, the Antelope Valley and I was really just heartbroken I learned that a few pastors, people that I have worked with, people that I've known, people that I called friend, but a few pastors are very sympathetic towards abortion, baby murder, the destruction of human life, the most innocent of human life. And honestly, I I, I couldn't believe it. Now, there were some things that we had somewhat of a falling out over other issues, the whole COVID nonsense. And that was more, you know, for the most part, it was more personal than anything. So I didn't really I, I put them in a kind of a, how would you say, in a bad place or a bad light with myself, other than more of a personal thing. I mean, in some areas, because I honestly, ladies and gentlemen, if, if you know, pastors, you, if you shut down your church, you, you're a coward. That's all I could say about it. And I hope to God that with everything that we know now, You've repented of that cowardice. And so there were some personal issues on in along those lines already. But now I'm learning that some, not all, but some of these same pastors that I had a falling out with over the whole COVID issue and cowardice are, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're baby murderers. Now, maybe they're not doing it themselves, but they're accomplices to baby murder, the murder of the most innocent among us. And so for the past few days, it's really been bothering, really bothering me. It, it really has been tugging at my heart. It's heartbreaking because whether or not I can work with these actual people on a personal level because of personal issues, uh, that's irregardless. When when you have this, it's like it, it makes me even question. I, I had to sit back and wonder, Lord, and, and please, thank God, I am not the angel in charge of writing down who is and who is not saved. All right, but it did make me even ask, Lord, what about their salvation? Are they even saved? See, because I had this idea birthed from an understanding of the Word of God that when you get saved, when you become born again, you take upon what the Bible calls the new man. It's a new nature, and it's a new man or a new nature um, in the image of Christ, who is the giver of life, not the taker of life. We know this from John 10.10. 10. It is the thief who Jesus is speaking about the devil and his demons The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus himself said, I'm the good shepherd, and I've come to give life and life more abundant. So when we are supporting the taking of life, murder, we are not siding with the good shepherd, Jesus. We are not thinking with his thoughts. We are not 
being motivated by the passions of his heart, but it's the exact opposite. We're being moved and motivated by the demonic, the thief who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And so when I find out that any Christian, let alone a pastor, a church leader, um, supports abortion on any level, I'm heartbroken. And, and because these were people that I, I know and I have worked with in the past, it wasn't even just anger. It literally just sucked the air out of my sails, so to speak, out of my lungs. And I sat back uh, and, I, and I've been mulling this over for the past few days, trying to f- just make sense of it. And also even feeling like all the, t- all the work that we had done together, all the times that we administered together, all the times that I shared the platform with these people, was it all in vain? Was I guilty by association just because I was up there with these people and they can say all the praise Jesus all they want, love you Jesus all they want, but it's not the same Jesus of the Bible. They claim to know him. They claim to serve him. They claim to walk with him. But then you sometimes find out that it's not the same Jesus of the Bible, the one who comes to give life and to give it more abundantly. They serve some false Jesus that's akin to the thief who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. No wonder, no wonder they shut down their churches during COVID. No wonder they were moved by such fear. No wonder they were cowards, because that's all part of the demonic. That's all part of the darkness. That's all what the thief not only seeks to push on people, but that's who he is and what he does. And so it's heartbreaking because I then I sit back and wonder, and I, I, who can I trust in the ministry? Who can I work with in the ministry? Who can I stand with? Who can I lock arms with? Who can I look into their eyes? And maybe we don't agree 100% on every fine detail, at least, but at least on all the big stuff, like life, like life. And it was no wonder because um, I believe it was a week ago today, as a matter of fact, we did the March for Life here in town, and we met at a church, and there was thousands of us. I mean, there was a lot of people. And we and we marched, you know, uh, I think it was a total of about two miles, and we were waving our flags and shouting and everything, just making a stand for life, for the unborn. And the very people that I'm talking about, these very pastors and church leaders I'm talking about, they weren't there. And yet, <coughs> excuse me, and yet the pastor that hosted this particular uh, March for Life is supposed to be a very close friend and still works. As a matter of fact, I received an invitation to an event that they're all participating in. And uh, the host pastor of this church that host, you know, of the church that hosted the March for Life is a very close friend with the pastors. And I'm thinking about, I'm not going to name any names for one reason, because this is, it does need to be addressed but it's one of those things I'm going to reserve until either I myself or it's brought out openly that somebody has um, confronted them on this. And um, even though they had been confronted, you know, but not in the sense of in relationship to what I've just learned in this podcast, they had been confronted on this by other people. That's how I knew about it. But nonetheless, so the host pastor of the Walk, the March for Life is very good friends and still works with these um, supporters of baby murder. I don't know that he knows this. I don't know that he's aware of this. It's one of those things that at some point he needs to be made aware of if they're going to be unrepentant. I'm not so sure that he would want to work with them, share the platform them, with them, and then call what they do actual ministry. You know, I certainly don't. I certainly don't. As a matter of fact, those events that I've been uh, invited to, unless I know there's full and true and deep repentance. Well, here's the reality of what it is. Forget the repentance for just a moment. I want them to repent and they need to repent, but they also need to be restored back to a Christ-like thinking. And so this event is happening really soon and it's going to be at least a year. They need to literally, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, because of this wickedness in their heart, they not only need to repent, but they need to sit down and do no ministry at all on any level for a minimum of a year as they get into the word, they get into prayer and they are... Um, counseled, if you will, by somebody who has God's heart for the unborn until they are not just repentant in the sense of feeling sorry and saying, I'm sorry, but repentant 
in the sense of completely going the other way and having their thinking purified by the word of God, by the power of the word of God. And it sickens me, I'll be, ladies and gentlemen, it sickens me that there's people who claim to be Christians that are still supporting of things that the Bible calls abhorrent and wicked, things such as baby murder. It blows my mind and is so disgusting on so many levels. So again, like I said, it's a bittersweet kind of a day with me as I just ponder this and I think about this and I try to figure out what I'm supposed to, what I personally am supposed to do about it. And um, anyway, so let me get back to this because I do want to read this article to you. It's a little bit lengthy article, not super lengthy, but it's um, longer than I generally like to use on this podcast, but I I, I want to read it to you, okay? <clears throat> and I want to read it in its fullness, and there might be some things in there that might, might seem a little boring or whatever like that, but uh, I believe you, especially if you're a parent or grandparent, or you want to be a parent, you need this. And this isn't just for Republicans. This isn't just for Democrats. This isn't for... Um, anybody except people that are parents or want to be a parent and you actually want to be able to raise your own children and have a say in how they're raised because that's seems to be something that's being stripped away from us in this country so anyways it says house passes parents bill of rights act and this article was found in the epic times i'll put the link in the um, description area for this particular episode it was written by a gentleman by the name of Joseph Lord on March 25th. It was uh, published, I'm sorry, March 24th, 2023. Today's 25th, so yesterday. This just came out yesterday. It says, the U.S. House of Representatives on March 24th passed H.R. 5, the Parents' Bill of Rights Act. The bill passed the lower chamber in a 213 to 208 party line vote. Republicans easily defeated a Democrat measure to recommit the legislation to committee. Now, as we get into this, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to remember that for the most part, it was Republicans that passed this and it was Democrats who were against this. You need to understand this because it's called the Parents' Bill of Rights Act. Republicans, people who are a little bit more conservative leaning, were for it. And those who are a little bit left leaning liberal leaning, the Democrats were against it. Now, even though I said this is not for Republican or Democrat, this is for parents, I still stand by that. But just understand who was for it and who was against it. Because you might want to think about that the next time you go to a voting booth somewhere. Anyways, it says, uh, H.R. 5, the fulfillment of Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy's Republican from California, long-promised parental Bill of Rights would do several things each with the overarching goal of ensuring that parents know what's going on in their children's classroom. <sighs> I mean, Let me stop right there. I don't know if I can get through this whole article in a decent amount of time. but So this Parents' Bill of Rights Act, as it's being uh, produced and, and, and pushed by uh, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy, Republican in California, by the way, part of it is to just ensure that parents know what's going on in their children's classrooms. Should I mean, ladies and gentlemen, should that even be an issue? Why do we need legislation on the federal level for that to happen anyways? Those are your children, not the governments, not the teachers, not the administrators. As a matter of fact, I was reading another article uh, just last week and I was going to do a podcast on it and I just ran out of time. But there was this uh, argument in, in um, I forget what state it was, but it doesn't matter. But there was somebody who was who literally actually was angry at parents. This was somebody who was standing with a school board uh, in a protest, and he was angry at parents. And what he said was, and, and I'm, I might butcher this quote, but basically he says he was angry with parents He could, because he was like, how dare these parents not want us, the school administrators, the teachers and such, school boards, to not parent their children when they're at school. He was mad at parents because those parents actually wanted to be the parents of their children. Let the teachers teach them. Let the administrators administrate the school. And he was angry because these parents wouldn't let them parent 
their children. And they were pushing all kinds of wickedness, sexual perversion on the children. So a bunch of pedophile perverts want to be able to parent children not of their own and not tell the real parents really what's going on, why it's going on, how it's going on. Is this even, I mean, what nation do we live in right now? Is this the commie states of, of America? I thought this was the United States of America. Let freedom reign. Not the commie state of America where, uh, hey, citizens, shut up. Do what the government tells you to do. Or maybe you'll disappear. Anyways, let me continue because I'm already, oh, my blood pressure. It says the bill comes after COVID-19 restrictions led many parents to receive a better glimpse into their children's education as they were learning at home via their computers. Many parents learned in this setting about the far-left ideology being pushed in the classroom. In turn, parents across the nation began showing up to school board meetings to protest the curriculum. Later, Attorney General Merrick Garland was caught in an October 4, 2021 memo offering federal reserve resources and legal aid to states after days after the National School Boards Association wrote a letter to President Joe Biden saying the country's public schools and its education leaders are under an immediate threat from these parents and called verbal confrontations and other incidences at local school board meetings across the country domestic terrorism and hate crimes. Since that memo came to light, McCarthy has vowed to deliver legislation to ensure that parents' control uh, over their children's education is legally protected. Let me stop right there. So, COVID-19 hits, they put all these restrictions, they shut down the schools, they shut down everything, and they force children to stay at home and open up their laptops to join in their edu so that they can get educated via Zoom and these other video things where the teacher is teaching somewhere and they're all watching on a, a little computer screen, but at home. And I remember some of this. I remember some of the teachers and the people freaking out because the little junior Johnny here, little Johnny sets up his computer in his bedroom, right on his desk, and behind him is a is a flag. It might have been a Trump flag. It may have been an American flag. It may have been something that that teacher did not like. But that's his own home. And that's his own bedroom. And they're freaking out because little Johnny has this flag in his bedroom. And now they want to have some type of say on what little Johnny can and can't have hanging on the wall in his own bedroom in his own home. And now these parents are starting to really understand what's going on in the classroom because they're still trying to teach this garbage, this tripe. To, our, to the children, but now those children are in the home where mom and dad can hear what's going on. You know, in a, in a very strange way, I am sort of glad that the whole COVID-19 thing went down the way it did, because now America can really see what's going on in these places and in these, you know, uh, the control, the manipulation, the brainwashing, the indoctrination with our children and such that they couldn't see before. And now they could see it. It was brought right into their own home. So now they could see it and they got angry. And w w when they were able to, they went to the school board meetings to start complaining about it. And now many of those parents that complained are domestic terrorists, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. So you could have people building bombs in their garage to go kill people. And they call them terrorists. You can have parents concerned parents show up to a school board meeting and in their mind in these wicked tyrant left-leaning democrat liberal i don't know I'll, I'm, I'm trying to keep this clean ladies and gentlemen so i'll just stop with people the they look at parents who want to just be parents as bomb making terrorists no leave out the bomb because they're not making bombs but they put them on the same level as people that want to make bombs and kill people with those bombs. But I just want to raise my family and see to the education of my own child. Oh, you're a terrorist. Do you see where this is all going, ladies and gentlemen? It was the very people that started labeling parents who just want to parent their own children as terrorists are the same ones that said, no, we don't want this parent's bill of rights to be passed. And what's so sad to me is many of the parents that voted for these very people, it's sad to me because I just know this, I don't want it, but I just know this, are going to go vote for those same very people, get burned the same way. Nothing's really going to change. It's just going to get worse. 
They're going to keep pushing this nonsense and pushing this nonsense. And parents often don't put two and two together. They can't connect those dots. Parents, listen up. There is a war against you and against your children. They want your children. They want them to think that they, the way they want them to think. They want to, they're being groomed sexually. We already know that. They're being groomed and brainwashed in other areas and indoctrinated in other areas according to their image, not yours. Stop voting Democrat. Stop voting for these left leaners. Remember, it was the Democrats that fought against this. It was the Republicans that fought for your right to be a parent. They shouldn't have had to, but because they had to, they did. It was Democrats who fought and are still fighting to take away your right. You can have the children. Those children can be raised in your home in the sense of raised. They, they, they live there. They sleep there. They eat there. But other than you just having a say-so of where their bed's going to go and what color the paint on the wall is, that's where it ends in their mind. We're going to do the rest. We're going to brainwash them. We are going to groom them. We are going to indoctrinate them. And there's nothing you can do about it because if you say anything, you're a terrorist and you're on our watch list. Ooh. Do you see how that goes, ladies and gentlemen? And yet many of you vote for those same people. Stop. Stop. Anyways. Let me go on. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, a Republican, made the issue his campaign's primary concern. Voters rewarded Youngkin by giving him a wide margin victory over his Democrat rival in the blue-leaning Dominion state. The main component of the bill would require schools to publicly disclose the contents of their curriculum and library materials to parents. Currently, many schools teaching radical the ideology, do so without the parents' knowledge. Additionally, the bill would establish the rights of parents to see their kids' schools' expenditures. See, that's, ladies and gentlemen, that's not a bad thing. Knowing what your kids are being taught in your school, you should have that uh, ability to have that right and to know where your school is spending its money. That's your tax dollars that's supposed to be going to educating your children, reading, writing, and arithmetic, not this extended education of sexual education that's only grooming them for these perverts, not all this CRT nonsense that's teaching our children how to hate this country and hate one another, not all of the LGBT nonsense that's just teaching your little boys how to put on dresses and wear makeup at a very young age, I might add. This is ridiculous. You should know where, where the, the money in your school district and in your school is going. You should know the curriculum. As a matter of fact, not only should you know it, you should have to approve it before your child could start that class. You should have to sign paper saying, yes, I looked over all the curriculum that will be taught in this school year and I approve or disapprove. And you can have places where you, why you disapprove, what you disapprove of and all that. That's what really should be happening because those are your children. Anyways, let me go on. It says public schools are paid for by taxpayer dollars, Representative Virginia Fox, Republican of North Carolina, said of the measure during a House Rules Committee hearing on the bill. Mothers and fathers deserve financial transparency to see how their money is being spent. Of course. Or I'm sorry, how their money is being used. Of course. This shouldn't even be an issue, ladies and gentlemen. This should not even be an issue. There should be complete and total transparency with your money. It's your money. It's your money. Anyways, let me go on. The bill would also ensure that parents are notified of and give consent to any medical procedure performed on their child on school grounds. A similar provision would require that parents be notified of any violent activity on school grounds. Representative Chip Roy, Republican, Texas, said that the bill would establish new checks and balances for parents over their children's education. House Majority Leader Steve uh, Scalise, Republican of Louisiana, called the bill a basic concept but a powerful statement. During floor debate on the bill, Fox accused education bureaucrats and school district employees of pushing progressive politics in the classroom while keeping parents in the dark. Parents will finally be empowered to examine classroom curricula and protect the safety and privacy of their children without fear of being targeted by the federal government. Democrats spoke against the bill. Well, of course they did because they're, they're demon craps. I'm sorry, did I say that wrong? 
uh, demon craps. I, I'm sorry, it just doesn't come out any other way anymore. Um, let me try one more time. They are demon craps. I tried, ladies and gentlemen. They're demon craps. That's all I could say. You get the you get the gist. They're wicked. They're evil. Parents, stop voting for a political party and candidates with policies that are to destroy your children and to um, brainwash and indoctrinate your children to perversion. Please stop doing it. Stop doing it. These people are wicked. And it, and there was this uh, House Majority Leader, Steve Scalise, Republican of Louisiana, said called the bill a basic concept but a powerful statement. It is a powerful statement, but a basic concept. And it should be. Now, I'm not against this bill at all. At all. If it's needed, let's do it. Let's, let's push it. Let's do it. But the question I continually have is, why do we even need this? I'll tell you why. Because we have overreaching people in our government, most all of them, if not all of them, but most all of them are part of the Democrat Party. So every Democrat, every Democrat, every Democrat on every level, whether it be the local level, the state level, or the federal level of any state, any city in this nation, every Democrat wants to take away your rights as parents, wants to indoctrinate your children, wants to brainwash them, wants to be part of that grooming process for sexual perversion. If you don't believe me, just take a good look at what's going on. Look at this bill right here. Democrats are fighting against your right and ability to know what's being taught in the classroom, ladies and gentlemen. And if you raise your voice and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, I don't think I like that. I don't want my child being taught that, oh, you're a terrorist. You're a terrorist. They put you on the same level of somebody that straps bombs to their bodies and go blows up buses full of women and children. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's what they make of you. And many of you same terrorists out there voted Democrat, voted for the very ones that are stripping you of your rights. Stop doing that. There's a line in Forrest Gump, stupid is as stupid does, stupid is as stupid does. If you do stupid things, well then I guess you're stupid. I made up that last part, but that's what it means. I had to explain, I want to explain that again. Stupid is as stupid does, as Forrest Gump said in the movie, means if you're continually doing stupid things, that must mean you're stupid. You keep voting for Democrats that strip you of your rights, pervert your children, ruin the classroom and turn it in more into an indoctrination center than a teaching center, and then you vote for them again? Stupid is as stupid does. But I don't think, ladies and gentlemen, that you're that stupid because you're going to listen to this and go, wait, enough's enough. We're waking up. We know the truth. Call me a terrorist. Don't care. Those are my kids. I'm their parent. I'm going to make sure they're taught and trained correctly. And if you refuse to, I'm taking them out of the school. That's what a true and a real parent does. Anyways, let me continue. It said that the Democrats spoke against the bill. Representative Bobby Scott, a Democrat of Virginia, who led Democrat opposition to the bill, dismissed the legislation as the Politics Over Parents Act. Call it whatever you want, Mr. Bobby. Okay, Bobby. Uh, you can call it whatever you want, but you are trying to strip the rights of parents. What are you, a pervert? Are you a pedophile? Bobby Scott, are you, are you a pedophile? I'm just asking. I'm not calling anybody anything. I'm just asking. Because if you're against this and you just want the public school system to be able to teach our kids all that nonsense that grooms them for sexual perversion, I don't know. It just makes me think that just perhaps maybe this representative Bobby Scott just may lean towards pedophilia. I don't know. I mean, honestly, after reading this, if I was part of the state police there or, you know, whatever organization does that, whatever um, police policing organization does that in Virginia, I'd be knocking on his door and say, I want to see all your personal computers. And I'd be going through them to see if there's any um, child. Por I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not calling him that. I'm just saying that's where I would be leaning because there's no good reason. There's no righteous reason. There's no holy reason. There's no good reason reason why anybody would be against this, especially representative of our children in these United States of America. Let me go on. Scott said the bill was part of a GOP plot to allow a vocal minority to impose their beliefs on all parents. Gee whiz, so a, a vocal minority 
of just wanting to have control and a say in their children's education is uh, imposing beliefs on all parents. Listen, Bobby Scott, listen to me and listen to me very well. Because apparently the elevator doesn't quite go up to the top sometimes, so I'm going to help you. All right, let's return back to the classroom. Right now, it's kindergarten 101. We should give, we need to give parents the right to be parents because that's why they are called parents. Those are their children. Those are their children. They have the right to uh, raise their children and know what's going on in the classroom. If that is a vocal minority, so what? It's still something that should be given to all parents. The non-vocal majority, if they don't want to know what's going on in the classroom, they still won't. They won't look into it. It's not about whether they will or they won't. It's about giving them the right to do it. Bobby, Mr. Scott, Scotty, somebody beam Scotty up, okay? Just somebody beam him up. Because we don't need any representatives that are actually this wicked and foolish. I mean, this is ridiculous. Okay, let me calm down now, ladies and gentlemen. Get my blood pressure back down. Anyways, let me continue. Protecting parents who speak out. One of the Republicans' key goals in crafting the bill was to ensure that parents who speak out against what is being taught to their children do not face retribution from local, state, or federal authorities. Duh. Again, that shouldn't even need to be in a in a bill but because there's so many perverted people in this thing called the democrat party we need this no longer will parents have their speech denied or feel threatened for expressing their concerns at school board meetings fox said the comment was in reference to a late 2021 controversy in which attorney general merrick garland offered federal resources and guidance to local law enforcement to target parents who attended school board meetings and I want to say this to those law enforcement, so-called law enforcement agents and agencies and um, officers. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? All of you were sworn in to protect the people of the United States, but also um, to follow and to protect the words of the Constitution. How that was uh, done when you were sworn in, the exact wording may differ a little bit, but basically... Just like with the um, military, uh, you know, that you swear an oath to protect the Constitution and um, protect the United States, thus the people of the United States. What are you doing listening to somebody who's a traitor? What are you doing listening to these perverts and pedophiles? What are you doing? Why in God's name, when they say go arrest that parent for voicing their concerns, why in God's name would you do anything towards that parent? Now, granted, if they're being violent, remove them. Throw them in jail for all I care. But if they're just at the podium at a school board meeting voicing their opinion and these nuts call them terrorists and demand you, the officer, put them in cuffs and haul them away. And if you do that, you have failed in your real job. You have failed in your oath to to the United States of America and its citizens and the Constitution that represents each and every one of us. You have failed. Oh, but I'm just doing my job by following their directions. No, because your first and foremost job is to follow the uh, dictates or the direction, if you will, of the words of the Constitution and to protect the people that fall under that, the Constitution, every American, including and especially those parents that are just wanting to know what in God's name is going on in these schools where their children are going for four, five, six, seven hours a day. And if you're going to try to, well, I'm just doing my job. Listen to me. Listen to me. That's what the Nazis said after World War II. They thought they would get off the hook for the murder of all those Jews, the Jewish people, and all the people that were in concentration camps, and the killing and the murder and the war and the violence. They thought they would get off the hook by just saying, I was just following orders. Not my fault. I was just doing what I was told. That's not good enough anymore. If you're told to do something that goes against the very constitution that you swore an oath to uphold, then you failed. You have failed. Anyways, let me keep going. Many parents came to their school board to speak out against critical race theory, CRT, a highly contentious left-wing theory that holds that white people are inherently privileged and that non-white people are inherently oppressed. Critics of CRT note that it has its origins in the political thought of Karl Marx. 
the ideological founder of communism. The theory has also been criticized as racist for its efforts to reduce the individual to a member of a group on the basis of their skin color. In his remarks against the bill, Scott suggested that CRT was an accurate recounting of our nation's history and that the legislation would punish librarians who pushed CRT. They do need to be punished because that's that's garbage and it's nonsense. Let me go on. <clears throat> Other parents came to school board meetings to speak out against fringe left-wing notions of sex and gender. Many left-wing activists claim that gender is a social construct and that a person can change their gender based on their feelings. Hmm. One parent, Terry Newsom of Chicago, who spoke out against allowing gender queer in his kids' school library in 2021, was later placed on a terror watch list with no warning or further explanation. Ladies and gentlemen, let me read that again so that you really understand what's happening here. One parent, Terry Newsom of Chicago, spoke out against allowing queer gender in his school's library in 2021. I assume queer or gender, I'm sorry, gender queer, gender queer is a book, I'm assuming. So he spoke out against uh, allowing gender queer in his kids' school library in 2021. And he was later placed on a terror watch list with no warning or future explanation. Did, did you capture that? He came against, he spoke about this book or this curriculum or this idea of gender queer that was in his school, his kids, his children's school library. And because of that, for speaking words, ladies and gentlemen, he was placed on a terror watch list. He wasn't even told about it. He wasn't warned. And there was no further explanation. Is this the United States of America or has communism fully taken over? Because this is what you expect under communism. You don't get a voice under communism. You don't get a voice in socialism. You don't get a voice in, in, in Marxism. All of your rights and your voice, especially as parents, are stripped from you. And if you even dare stand up and question, question what's going on by these legislators and school administrators, you, sir, you, ma'am, are a terrorist. <sighs> Let me go on. Goes on to say, in an October 4th, 2021 memo Garland sent to U.S. attorneys across the nation, the Attorney General offered to help local law enforcers to round up and file charges against parents who spoke out. Republicans took the memo as a sign that the administration was prepared to target parents for protected First Amendment activity. Since then, they have vowed to deliver a parent's Bill of Rights to protect against such abuses if they took back the House. So again, the Democrats, the Democrats, the Democrat Party on every level is seeking to take away and strip you, ladies and gentlemen, of your First Amendment rights. If you think even for a moment that it's only about what happens at school board meetings, or with children in the classroom. No, they want to strip your right to speak anything that disagrees with them. This is happening everywhere on every level. It, I mean, it is. So yes, it's coming after you. And if you haven't been directly um, uh, assaulted with this, you soon, soon will be. So it's better that you stand up and fight against it now. So collectively, we can fight against it everywhere all at one time, because when they finally hit you, there may not be anybody left to stand with you, and you'll be fighting all alone. Let me go on. It says, Republicans... Oh, I already read that. <clears throat> During his question, questioning Republican Ralph Norman, Republican of South Carolina, expli explicitly re referenced the October 4th memo as part of the reason for the bill's existence. Book banning, allegations of book banning, took up a large portion of the debates over the legislation. Since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, a series of states, legislators, and school districts have prohibited certain books with overtly sexual or racial themes from certain schools or age levels. For instance, many school districts and states have barred the book Gender Queer by Maya Kobabi, hopefully I'm saying that correctly, from school libraries. The book delivered in the form of a graphic 
novel recounts the experience of a minor female who believes she is a male. During an especially graphic part of the story, the main character is depicted engaging in oral sex with another biological female who identifies as male. Lady, did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? This is the kind of tripe, the sexual perversion, pedophilia that they're pushing on our children in our public school system. Children, nobody needs to read this garbage. Nobody needs to read something that's so vile, but especially children. And then when a parent says, wait a minute, I don't want my children reading that. Oh, you are a terrorist. No, they're a parent that loves their children. Let me go on. Another such book, Flamer, that's the name of the book, by Mike Curado, traces the homosexual experience of a minor boy at summer camp with another minor boy. Isn't it interesting how they're, they're, they're focusing on minor, minor children in these sexual activities that ladies and gentlemen is called pedophilia mike carrado of this book flamer is a pedophile and they're pushing that in a public school let's go on though these and other controversial works remain protected by the first amendment and can be purchased in stores or online they are inaccessible from many school libraries due to their highly sexual content nevertheless Democrats have insisted that restricting children's access to these and other books is tantamount to censorship. State Republicans are going on a book-banning spree that would make the Chinese Communist Party blush. House Rules Committee ranking member John McGovern, Democrat of Massachusetts, said later, 25 states have passed such laws. Um, Jimmy, Mr. Jimmy McGovern... Jimmy of, of Massachusetts, Democrat, uh, demon crap of um, Massachusetts, you're a pervert. If you think even for a moment that these books are okay for uh, school-aged children to get a hold of and read, you're a pervert. That's perverted, it's disgusting, it's evil, it's vile. I remember as a kid going into, whether well, it be a liquor store or a local market where they used to have like uh, um, the... Uh, Porno magazines, Playboy, um, let's see, what was some of the other ones? I'm trying to remember just because I saw them so many times. Anytime I went to get a pack of gum or a candy bar or a soda. Uh, anyways, I don't even remember the names of them, but, you know, I, they would have them out front, sometimes right underneath the counter where you're paying. You know, you put your candy bar on the counter and you throw your coins up there and, you, and, and that's where you do that interaction. And just right in front of you... In, just below the counter would often be these por- uh, porno magazines. <clears throat> then there was laws passed that you you couldn't have them out front like that. You had to put them, like, say, behind the counter where people that wanted them had to actually ask for them. And there had to be covers on them so that you couldn't see the pictures. You can read the title, um, Playboy or whatever it was, but you couldn't see the picture. And they were behind the counter. They did this for mainly for, you know, uh, children, because children don't need to see that. They don't need to be subjected to that. Even on television, they used to, because mainly of children, they wouldn't allow certain words to be used, curse words, swearing and everything. All of those things are leaving. And look at our, our world, our country is becoming hypersexualized. And now we have actual perverts in government trying to sexualize our children even further. There was a reason why back then they put the pornos behind the counter and they covered up the pictures because nobody needed to see that. Nobody needed to see that, especially children and women. It was so demeaning and degrading to women. And now they don't want to just put it on public display again. They want to portray it in in cartoons. They want to portray it in books. They want to portray it in curriculum in the classroom. That's what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when you let pedophiles run the show of education. They tell you to shut up, back down, and back off so that we can take your children and groom them for our sexual perversions and our sexual delights. And who is doing that? The Democrat Party. The Democrat Party. Let me finish this. I'm almost done. As it says, 25 states have passed such laws, laws that will ban this kind of perversion from school classrooms in, or libraries. McGovern depicted this as Republican legislators telling students what they are and are not allowed to learn. Well, yeah, of course. But in reality, what it's doing is giving the power back to the parents so the parents can tell their children and 
teachers and school administrators what they sh- they are to allow and not allow in the classroom, especially with their when their children are involved. So, Mr. McGovern, you still got it wrong. But I expect that from you because you're a Democrat. The moment you chose to be a Democrat, you got it wrong and you've been wrong ever since. That allows one racist or homophobic person to tell an entire class, an entire school what they can and can't read. He added, no, it doesn't. It tells a parent how they can raise their own children and what should and should not be expected from the classroom. Whatever happened to just good old-fashioned education? You know, reading, writing, arithmetic, things of that nature, math, how to read well, how to write well. And isn't it interesting that as they strip away things like, oh, we're not going to teach children cursive anymore, but we're going to teach them how to be perverts. We're not going to teach them real world math, things like taxes, how to balance a checkbook or a bank account. But we're going to teach them um, about all this other perversion, how two little boys who think they're girls or two little girls who think they're boys could have sexual activity with one another and we're going to push it in the classroom. What kind of nonsense have we entered into? And ladies and gentlemen, I just want to ask you, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, anybody that just has a true, not perverted love, but a true love for for children and the children around them. What are you doing to combat this? Well, I don't want to be called a terrorist. So what? Let them call you a terrorist. Stand up for your children. Stand up for your grandchildren. Stand up for your nieces and nephews. Stand up for your cousins. Stand up for the children. You may not have children your own. Stand up for the children in your community. Find out what's going on. Go to your local school board and make sure they they stop that garbage in your local schools. Stand up. Let's do this. Anyways, and isn't it interesting again how these Democrats use homophobia and racism as their label to anybody that disagrees with them. It shows that they're intellectually dishonest and really weak intellectually. Because when all you have left is, oh, you're a homophobe and you're a racist, and that's all you have left, they've lost the argument. They lost the debate. And it's time for us decent human beings with some morals and common sense to continue pushing. Because once they throw out that word homophobia or transphobia or racist, you know they've lost the debate. They've come to the end of their wits and they use their last card in their hand is to name call. So don't stop. Let them call you names. Don't stop. Keep pressing in. Anyways, during later questioning at the Rules Committee hearing, Scott admitted that nothing in the bill would ban books. <laughs> Oh, hey, I'm a moron. (laughs) Mr. Scott admitted that nothing in the bill would ban books. He had to admit that. (laughs) That's, That's actually kind of funny. These people are such idiots. But he suggested that if libraries were forced to disclose their inventory, more books would be banned. Yeah, but at the parents, um, at the parents' wishes. I don't want my children to see that. Get that out of here. And you get enough parents in a school saying that, well, listen to them. Because that's what the parents want or don't want. Why is that so hard for these people to understand? Oh, that's right. Because they want to strip you of your authority and power, even over your own children. As part of the bill, school libraries would be required to publish the full list of books in their library and update those lists in a timely fashion when they purchase new materials. Scott painted a portrait of right-wing organizations mounting crusades to have certain books removed from school libraries. This bill would make the logistics of that easy. Well, good. I don't have a problem with that. Parents, parents having the final say of what's in their children's libraries. Yeah, that's a good thing, Mr. Scott. Are you a pedophile? I mean, honestly, are you? Because only a pedophile in my mind would think this way. Anyways, Representative Chip Roy, that's a cool name. Of course, he's from Texas. He's a Republican from Texas with a cool name, Chip Roy, responded to this argument later in the hearing, citing Flamer. If libraries have to publish their lists, yeah, some things might be removed, Roy said. Flamer should be removed, but it'll be debated. It'll be discussed. Yeah, Flamer. Flamer. I mean, just the name should tell you what it's about. Flamer should be removed. No school child should have free access to that in the school library. 
if the parents really wanted their children to read that book, the parents are free to go out to Barnes and Noble or wherever that perversion is sold and purchase it for them. But it should not be at the public school library. This is a no-brainer, ladies and gentlemen. I don't understand this. I don't understand why this is an issue at all. This is a no-brainer. But but apparently, you know, I, I guess if you got a um, hundred Democrats in the in the room, how many brains would you have? Half, not half of a hundred, just half a brain. So you need at least two hundred together in a in in a room to get one brain, and it's still perverted. My point is, these guys. It's not that they don't get it; they absolutely do get it, but they're perverted. They want to con- first control you, parents, control your children. They want to groom your children for this sexual perversion. And how do you do that? You give them things that they're not emotionally and mentally ready uh, for. Not that anybody ever is. Nobody should be reading a book by you know with that title, Flamer. But especially children that are extremely um, impressionable. So they strip you, mom and dad, of your rights, grandma and grandpa, aunts and uncles, strip you of your rights to say what your kids should and should not read, can and can't read. And then they force your kids to read this garbage that messes them up sexually, mentally, emotionally. And why would an adult, think about it, why would an adult want to hypersexualize children if they weren't grooming them in some perverted fashion? There is no other reason, ladies and gentlemen, there is no other reason. Our children are, be, are being groomed for sexual perversion in the classroom. And you are paying for it. And if the Democrats have their way, you don't have anything to say about it. Because you are a terrorist. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers. I truly appreciate you. You can write me at gwccrobert at gmail.com that's gwccrobert at gmail.com please let me know how I'm doing remember to pick up some of our merchandise you can find the link at gwcclancaster.org that's gwcclancaster.org until next time be continually blessed